Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my podcast, Tapped In. I'm your boy, Tapio Mafura, and I've got a special guest today, Deboho Opomohoj. Deboho, welcome to my podcast. Thank you man. so much, Tabs. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, brother. Uh, we're going to get right into it, man. We're going to start with the first question. I want you to tell me a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, and where did you You're not going to ask me about COVID? And no, 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 no. That's a little oh, bit okay. deep. All right, People cool. want to know about you, man. Jeez. All right, cool. No, look, um, I'm just your simple boy from the Free State. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I grew up in the Free State. I was born in the Free State, and... Um, uh, actually, I was born in Guagua, Putari Chaba. Where's that? It's uh, close to Harry Smith and okay. between Harry Smith and Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Much, much closer to uh, Clarence. Yeah. Uh, I was born there and my family and I moved to Bloemfontein in 1997. Obviously, um, you know, my dad and my mom were looking for better opportunities for their kids. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, look, um, I came here in 97 and yeah, I've been here since then. So I think it's safe to say, you know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I know you're going to have to translate. You need to learn. Uh, but yeah. you're going to have to translate for the viewers. Um, is a bloom is a bloom term. Uh, mm-hmm. Use literally, literal translation is uh, grandmother's child. Okay. But it just sounds better when you say it in in bloom language. Yeah, I beg to differ, but I go on. <laughs> go on. Yeah. So um, so the family and I moved here in '97. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for better opportunities. And um, yeah, we went to school. My mother went to great college, and I went to Fona Primary School in Hardy as Louis Buerta. Mm. And that's when I finished my uh, my matric year. Yeah, that was in 2009. Yeah. So uh, yeah, from there, hey man, this has been me. Became a rugby player. Um, but I'm sure, you, I'm sure you can ask me about that a bit later, though. Uh, I want to know where you started playing rugby. How <coughs> so, did you get into so rugby? So initially, how I started playing rugby was I saw a couple of, uh, you know, young white folk playing rugby. I was nine years old, and I was in an extra, extra class. Um, you know, where we sit there and wait for our parents. Yeah. My parents, my dad would usually fetch me four o'clock because he'd be working. He's a government employee, so he'd fetch me like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they asked us if we wanna, you know, stay and study or you wanna go do extramural activities. And I was like, nah, I'm going. Where are you going? And I was like. I'm I'm gonna go play rugby. I don't know where I'm going. Just yeah. gonna go there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's where I started. That's also where I got the name Opa. I got to the training field, and this guy insisted in calling me Opa mm-hmm. because I had grey hair. But for a nine-year-old, obviously that was a bit difficult because you know I just want my name. You yeah, know, Opa is just not a good name for a nine-year-old. Yes, yeah. but eventually it's a name that I got used to. And uh, yeah, I've, look, I've played rugby since I was nine years old, on and off. I try to play soccer as well, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I just wasn't good enough. I just couldn't cut. You know when you're at peace with yourself saying, hey man, I'm not a soccer player. <laughs> you have to be honest with yourself. Uh, man. Hey man. So uh, I realized that at a very early age. In in high school, I was a rugby player and a high jumper. Mm-hmm. So uh, Could you jump high? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 205 okay. was my highest, but personal right. best. That's fine. What I do. That's not bad. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then there came a point where I had to decide between high jump and rugby. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to high jump and high rugby? Jump, yeah. Like some other people think it's cricket or rugby or nah, like soccer. Was, I was high not jump? good at cricket. Yeah, high jump. I, okay. Yeah. So uh, it was an obvious decision. I Rugby, I loved it. Mm. Um, I felt like I was good at it. You know, um, high jump had its seasons. I'd do yeah. good in summer and then in winter, I'd do really bad. It was yeah. the weirdest thing ever. But rugby, I'd be consistent. And, and um, yeah, it was not a difficult decision. I chose rugby. And uh, it's safe to say that I made the right choice. Yeah, no, yeah, I hear you. For sure. And uh, let's move on to your call up to the box. I mean, how was that experience for you playing for your country? I mean, when did that, when did it start? How was it getting that call from the coach? Listen, you in the camp. 
we want to get you to play for your country how was that all right so uh getting or getting the call up in the road just before that was a it was a very, very strange road. Uh, I was in the Super Rugby group mm-hmm. uh, back in 20, the end of 2013. I'd be in the Super Rugby group mm. and uh, 2014 also. But just before Varsity Cup started, they dropped me. And they told me, listen, you need to get a bit more experience and uh, we're going to send you back to the Varsity Cup. And, yeah. uh, you know, for a guy that's, you know, I'd like to believe that I was working hard. Um, I was not too happy about it. But, mm-hmm. hey, we're here now. You yeah. know, so I had to go back and play Varsity Cup and... Um, you know, a few, few, a few weeks after Varsity Cup, um, they called me back because of an injury. Uh, one of the senior guys had been injured, so they yeah. called me back, and I was like, "Ah, right, cool, we're back." Mm-hmm. You know, and I played a few games. Um, my goals as a 20-year-old was, okay, you know what? At 23 or at 24, I want to play professional rugby, so I want to be in the Cheetahs bench 2015. I want to be starting 2016. I want to be in the group, the small group mm-hmm. 2017. I want to be on the bench in 2018. I like to be starting. That was my ambition. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the small dream right then, it was even though it was a dream, but it was a bit further than what I anticipated. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so Super Rugby um, continued and. Uh, I played about seven games. Mm. Uh, seven games later, they told me, "Listen, hey, did you hear the news? This is now, sorry, mm-hmm. this is now Nagadrotsky. It's like, did you hear the news?" I'm like, "Oh no, what are you, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, let me be the first to congratulate you that uh, who's this now? Nagadrotsky. Yeah, he's like, let me be the first to congratulate you mm-hmm. that you've been called up in the smoke squad." And I was like, "What? The smoke squad? I cool. I mean, hey man." Mm-hmm. But from there, everything just changed. Like training was different. You know, yeah. I was. I felt confidence. Yeah. It was. I, I was. Yeah. It was. I felt great. It was amazing. Yeah. And uh, I went to um, the camp, the three day, the three three day camp. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, it was all the legends. You know, your Victor Matfield, Bucky's Buddha, Brian yeah. Banner, the guys that we used to watch. Yeah. When we were in high Growing school. Up, you know, yeah. you never thought you'd play against, but now you've seen these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, okay, I this is this is it. We're here now. Yeah. Time to impress, you know. And I, I did my best to make sure that um, I'm remembered. And before we went back home, uh, it was the Friday. Well, like I said, it was a three-day camp. So the mm-hmm. Friday before we went home, um, I get a one-on-one with Hanuk Mayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says to me, hey, listen, <laughs> he asked me my size and my height. And I tell him, and... Uh, he tells me about my abilities and I'm like, oh, thank you very much. But he says, your ball carrying is one thing that I haven't noticed really, but I'll go back to your clips and I'll check them out. And I'm like, more than welcome, coach. Um, yeah, so we fly back home. I'm nervous. I think it was a Curry Cup um, or the Super Rugby final, semi-final, mm-hmm. or something like that. And we're watching the, the, the game. I think that was the longest game of my life, Tabs. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, because now after the game would be, I forget. Um, I, f- I really forget mm-hmm. but um, it was the longest game I'd ever watched literally 80 minutes but it was felt like 3 hours why? because right after that the, the Springbok squad the official Springbok oh, squad we announced yeah. okay and after the game I'm sitting there with my brother and my mom and dad and we're yeah. all just watching the TV and the squad comes on but everybody in the house is quiet and I'm like Yo, I'm not in and then I look again and my name is there and I was the first one to notice and I jumped up high it was the <laughs> best day of my life we rejoiced my family and I I even cried I, I shed a I shed a young thug tear there like um, <laughs> yeah it was it, it, was, it was a great 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 yeah. experience and it's um, amazing man 
Yeah, moving on, I was in the squad and uh, they mm. played three games, one in Cape Town, one in Johannesburg and one yeah. in Bumalanga. Mm. Bumalanga. And then from there, we play Scotland in PE and uh, the Tuesday, the coach calls me to his, uh, to his hotel room and is like, listen, um, you're playing this weekend. And I'm like, hey man, Debut. it's about to happen. Debut, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. It's really about to happen. Yes. And um, yeah, it was the most amazing feeling that I can ever ever get um, you know as 23 year old mm-hmm. guy I never thought that it was happen this time you know so um, yeah it was a really really good experience yeah. and uh, yeah flip man I still get goosebumps I'm talking about it now I can imagine man this is one hell of a feeling and moving on to the next question I want to talk about the injuries that you had let's just talk about the previous one that you've had and the mindset that you were in and what you had to do to get back to 100% because I mean you're back now and I can see you're yeah. ready for action I'm hungry Tabs I can see that I'm hungry Tabs let's talk about that you know how we do you know what it is look um, in 2018 the first uh, the first of September mm. or the time just before that you know I had been selected as uh, the Cheetah's official captain mm. Uh, it was one of my the biggest achievements that I could have in rugby mm-hmm. one of and uh, you know we were going to grow I was going to grow and you know hopefully you see what happens from there the sky's the limit you know yes. and uh, first game 14 minutes or rather just before that I feel great I feel confident fearless mm-hmm. you know I am to a point arrogant mm-hmm. you know that listen this is our team and we're gonna win we're gonna beat Marston today and mm-hmm. that's how I felt like because of how we were training yeah. how we how we planned this game was to the T yeah. and 14 minutes into the game boom my ACL goes uh, my knee ligament mm-hmm. I fall down and uh, <clears throat> as I'm on the ground I'm lying on the ground the doctor is arriving I'm like Doc this thing there's no way I'm playing next weekend I cannot play next weekend. I can feel it. Mm. What is it? And he's like, you know, judging by it could be, but what it could be, it could be an ACL, that's nine months. Yeah. Or it could be an MCL, which we hope for, which is three months. And I was like, no, it's an, I'm an optimist. I'm like, no, it's an MCL. Definitely. Three months, easy peasy. I'm back. No, no, And I fly back and, uh, yeah, I do my scans and they tell me, listen, um, this is an ACL and a meniscus. And how long so, is that? So that's between nine months and a year. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I'm thinking, okay, well, nine months to a year, dude, let's go for it. Easy peasy. You know, they tell me, the guy that operated me, so no, other players actually get, get back in six months. Yeah. But they didn't specify. Soccer players can have the ACL tear and be back in six months. Okay. Simmons players can have an ACL and be back in six months. Wow. What makes it so easy? Uh, because it, the contact and the pressure okay. is different. Yeah. So, um, I was like, oh, I'm going to go for six months. Mm. I'm gunning for six months. And uh, six months came and I was like, okay, well, we're not there yet. It's okay. Let's go for nine months then, yeah. you know. And then nine months came and they're like, no, just give it some time. Give it a year, yeah. you know. And it was 12 months. Then I wasn't ready and I didn't feel confident. I could feel that I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And then everything just went, yeah. Then everything just became tough. It became really, really tough. Um, I struggled to practice. I struggled to keep up with the players. Uh, my mind and my heart was in it, but my body just didn't want to allow me. Um, you know, and I get back home and all the other players, they feel like they've done something at training today. They've gone there 1%. They, they're always chasing at training. And 
I didn't get that. I, I, I didn't get that. You know, 1%. You know, yeah. 1% is the easiest thing to get. But I just couldn't get that 1% better. True. And yeah, my mind just went in a dip. I was in a really, really tough place. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few, or in December, a few months later, I went to the doctor. Also, a few months later, just before that, um, I go to the doctor and say, listen, this knee is not right. It's not okay. Like, I can feel my abilities are better than this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, it's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. All in the mind. Doesn't feel that way. Don't tell me. So I really, like, if anyone tells me it's all in the mind, I get really, really upset. Like, I get yeah. mad. Because it's not in the feel mind. Like it's more I feel like the knee is so, how on earth can you say it's all in the mind? It's on the mind. Yeah. You know? And eventually the doctor gave up and was like, okay, listen, in January, we'll have to go for scans again and see what happens. Maybe go for a scope. And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. The following year, which is this year, I went for a scope. Mm-hmm. And they said that there's something growing on the ligament. There was, um, I don't know what they call it, but there was a growth. They just have to scrape it out and mm-hmm. then I'll be good again. This team meniscus again. And that's what they did. And that's what they did. Yeah. Um, as soon as I stepped off that bed, on that day, I stepped off the bed. I felt like I could play today. I literally, if you put me on the field, you I feel better it. than what I did yesterday. What was the difference? Um, the knee felt like it could bend again. Okay. It felt like I can walk painless. Mm. And mind you, this is two hours or three hours after the operation. Yeah. You know what I mean? They said it would take about six weeks to heal. Jeez. I was like, dude, in six weeks, I will be in top shape. And six weeks came. Uh, it was about six to seven weeks came, and um, I remember we were about to play Leinster that game mm-hmm. that week. And uh, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get my opportunity now. One of these days, I'll get my opportunity You're ready. now. Mm-hmm. I'm ready." And then boom, COVID hit. Oh <sighs> man, I know yeah. how you feel. I mean, we yeah. all at least luckily now we uh, we're gonna start playing soon. And what is it that you feel like players need to do if they want to be professionals and? to stay a professional because we've seen some guys that have gone on the path of trying to be professionals but it didn't last or they didn't even get there what do you think a player has to do? That's a very good question I think players that want to become professional and stay professional before you become professional fake it to make it uh, speak it into your life I'm a professional rugby player before you become a professional rugby player that's the main thing Yeah. and then when you become professional it's another level up Yeah. Um, it's not even what you it's it's another level up when you become professional keep at it um, stay at it the best players don't make it by just making excuses by sitting around Yeah. by missing extra sessions perhaps you missed an extra session today nope you missed an extra 